Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and on today's show, we have Caleb Maddox. We're actually, we just interviewed him, so this is going to come out Thursday. We interviewed him for our show, uh, Ambitious Adventures, and he's sitting next to me right now. How's it going, Caleb? What's up? I'm super glad to be on the podcast. So, Caleb, on New Year's Day, we started the day off together. We did like a, what was it, hour show? About an hour long, yes, sir. Hour long show, and we, we turned that into a podcast show, and now you're listening that now but how was today for you this intro is gonna be a little different and just want to give you a little insight on everything how was it the day for filming with kevin and you and everything it was a blast i mean getting getting to hang out with these guys you know greg you got brandon it was it was a lot of fun a lot of it was cool hanging out with uncle kevin as well getting that whole thing the the, the professionalism that they showed it was it was awesome it was a great experience so we had a lot of fun uh check out the show ambitious.com forward slash adventures and one more thing before we get started Caleb, where can people find you? I don't know why. At Caleb Maddox 13 on Snapchat, or actually just go to at Caleb Maddox on Instagram, at Caleb Maddox. So let's jump right into the show with Caleb and I on New Year's Day, but it's airing now. Let's get started. Man. What is up, everyone? Happy New Year, how are you doing? I wanted to do this Facebook Live, do this uh, interview, split interview. I'm going to be bringing on Caleb Maddox. I'm bringing on Caleb Maddox, and we're going to talk about some of the things we got planned in the new year. And also, he's going to talk about how he's been able to become an authoritative figure and celebrity and influencer in his industry at 15 years old, yeah, that's that's right. 15 years old. Last night I turned, I turned 27. So this kid's 15. I got a few years on him, but for what he's done at 15, just blows my mind. I think he said last week he reached 2.2 million people organically on social media, which is very impressive. So I wanted to bring him on to share with you uh, what he's done, so he can kind of share with you all that. And hey, let's start the new year off right. I'm just sharing here. I want to share this on my pages here. And feel free to share this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's 11.47 a.m. here, Eastern Standard Time. Some of you may have went out last night and maybe you're hungover or whatever it may be. But this is the first day of 2017. And why not start with a great interview uh, with my buddy Caleb Maddox. So let me get this set up and we're going to have him come on here in a few minutes. I know he's getting ready. He's at the Station House in St. Pete. Uh, which is, by the way, an awesome place if you ever get a chance to go to St. Pete. It's um, it's a great co-working space. They have a coffee shop. They have a restaurant. They have a yoga studio. They have great stuff. We're actually filming there for Ambitious Adventures. We filmed there for Put a Shark in Your Tank campaign with Kevin Harrington as well. It's a cool location. It's in downtown St. Pete. You ever get a chance, check it out. Uh, so let's uh, let me share this out. And again, if you have questions, ask them. Uh, that's what we're here for. Ask any kind of questions that you, you're curious about, especially with Caleb. I mean, he, he can share a lot. He's learned a lot and he's got the wisdom of a 30 year old. I always tell him that I'm going to bring him on right now. Caleb, can you hear me, man? Yeah. What's up, man? Dude, what is going on, brother? Are, is there anybody else in the station house? Uh, no, no one right now. Everyone else is out partying or having a hangover or whatever's going on. <laughs> oh, that's right. How was your How was your uh, night last night? Oh, it was fun. We uh, we stayed up pretty late, enjoyed it, celebrated the new year a little bit, um, enjoyed it like twenty something floors up. Watched all the fireworks. You, like from where we were, you could see like six different cities fireworks going off. So it was really cool. Where, where were you at? It was where you where you live? No, no, it was actually um, at the air, which is like right next to Station House, but. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was definitely fun. But happy belated birthday, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. I was just talking before you get on how, I mean, I turned 27, but like you, you just turned 15. And one of the things you've done is you become, uh, I mean, a celebrity, uh, authoritative figure, a speaker, and you've done all this by the age of 15. 
Dude, man, I, I'm so proud of you, man. I, I remember when we first met, it was, what was this, back in March at, at the station house? Yeah. And yeah. It, so many people said you need to connect with Kayla Maddox. And I saw your videos. I actually saw your video where you were doing the, talking about the people in the airport that were cleaning the, the, the shoe shining. Mm-hmm. And I saw that. And, and I was like, dude, this kid's like, he's young and you know what he's doing. And then what do you know, like law of attraction, it was a month later that we're in the station house and, oh, there's Caleb Maddox. What's up, man? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's crazy how it works. But I mean, seriously, I know you were saying like, you know, I've accomplished all this at 15, but for real, you've been such a big part of that. Like the connection, you, the lessons you've taught me, everything. So I really appreciate that. Well, I got to share this out. Yeah, definitely, man. You feel free to share and we'll have the people come on here. Um, I know I said something on Snapchat and I, I got some other people that are already jumping on, but, uh, you know, it, I remember that very vividly. So we actually, we met and Chris Lowe's with me with situation films and you, you were talking about some of the things you did. You're like, dude, like I'd love to get on the Ty Lopez show. And then you like said some other people you want to connect with. And I know I'm like, Hey, that night, why don't you come back here and introduce you to Kevin, which that's when you first met Kevin Harrington, which I know that's been a gate, a great business relationship for oh, yeah. you. And also, well, you guys in less than two weeks, you all will be on camera for a TV show, Ambitious Adventures. I know, dude. I'm super excited. It's gonna be fun to do a, to shoot the TV show, and it's amazing how it all pieced together. Is like, it, isn't it crazy? It's- like you were walking by, and you're like, "Oh, that's Caleb." I was like, "Oh," so we started to get to talk, and it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and then fast forward, you came to Young Entrepreneur Convention, so you spoke at that, and then did we meet? Did we meet since then, or no? I, maybe we uh, did. Oh yeah, yeah. We we hung out. We had a dinner at the Station House. And we talked a little bit. Was that that oh, was after? That, that was, was after. Yeah, yeah that was right. Forgot about that. It's, the t- year just went so fast. So many things happened. And by the way, I did commit. We're both speaking at Epic Mastermind event. So I'll be seeing man. you then too, man. Are you gonna spend a little time out there? Oh yeah, definitely. We'll be enjoying that a little bit. But I do know we have to shoot straight to New Orleans because I'm speaking at another event, but I think we're coming in like a day early or something like that. So are you, I'm flying in Thursday night, and then I'm there. I think I fly out a Sunday night is what I'm going to do. But are you are you speaking Friday or Saturday? Um, I think Friday. I think yeah. I, first, first day. Okay, yeah, I'm speaking Friday too. I'm looking forward to that. That awesome. should be a lot of fun. Uh, so let's let's talk about you, man. I, I, I want to talk about you because some of the people uh, that follow me don't know you yet, and I, I don't know why they don't, but <laughs> – I want you to talk about how you've been able to, at such a young age, be able to stand out in the crowd and be able to become a celebrity in your field and be able to work with people that are influencers that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and and big names. How have you been able to do that? And where did it all start, Caleb? Because one thing I saw in your post, like a few years ago, things weren't like exactly easy. You didn't have a lot of money. Talk about the times when it was tough for you and your dad and how you first got to stand out and what commitments you made yourself. Yeah, I mean, so a lot of people think that it was just super easy, you know, like that yeah. I came in and everything started to get handed to me and all this stuff. But in reality, like literally probably a year and a half, two years ago, my dad and I had $7 in our bank account. And all we knew is that we were going to like, we were going to kill it doing the entrepreneurship and speaking and all that stuff. Because my dad had had success, like massive success. But then he came off the road because he was traveling so much that he was barely seeing me. Yeah. And he knew that he had to be that dad that could, you know, raise a, a world changer. So um, he stepped off the road. So we, we hit that that little gap, $7 in our bank account, pushed through it. I mean, at one point we lived in a Sunday school room. You know, we just kind of went through uh, the entrepreneurial like journey. Um, it's still hard to this day, but like obviously it's way easier because we have money and connected <laughs> yeah. and like that, right? But I mean, so that's that's how it really started was, was there. And, you know, it's crazy because a year ago, like at the beginning of 2016, I had accomplished like a good amount of things. Like I had, I wrote my book, but then my second accomplishment was I had 7,000 followers on Periscope and that was really it. Yeah. And since then, like everything's just taken off. It's just kind of, it's just kind of worked in my favor. And there's been a lot of hard times this year as well, but most, most of this year has just been amazing to see all the work that we put in for years and years and years, piece together, come together and finally work itself out. I look at your first one of the first videos you did, and you were like eight or nine. You're you <laughs> yeah. were eight or nine, <laughs> and and did you say you want to be like a professional baseball player? What what did you want to do? 
So, I mean, at that point, I wanted to become the shortstop for the New York Yankees. Like, that was my thing. Like, I was working every single day, every single hour on baseball. Like, I would go to, I would wake up 5 a.m., work out for two hours, go to school at 7, get home at 3, and play baseball till like 9, 10 p.m. And obviously, there was a homework, but everything else was baseball. So, that was the uh, initial goal. And I remember baseball was such a good um, way for me to learn the power of having a goal and the power of having passion and the power of work ethic because I was the smallest kid on the team, the worst kid on the team, and I had to work my way up to eventually being one of the best players in Florida. But I remember having that passion, having that drive, having that like thing I knew what I wanted to do. So I was actually at an event that my dad was speaking at, and I was in the back, and I asked this kid, like, what do you want to be whenever you're older? Because I just thought it was common to know what you want to do, right? Yeah. And the kid goes, oh, I don't really know. And, like, that shocked me. Like, I was, like, eight, nine years old. I was, like, what do you mean you don't know what you want to do? Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> at nine years and old. <laughs> at nine years old, I was, like, that doesn't make sense. You're supposed to have, like, a goal, right? So I talked to him a little bit. We go through this entire conversation. At the end of it, I taught him about manners. I taught, talked to him about habits, but all this stuff. And this kid's unbelievably motivated. And then, like, six months later, I got a message from his mom being, like, I don't know what you did, but by the end of that conversation, he's been different ever since this day. And I was like, man, if I can talk to one person then like, and, and change your life that way, I need to reach millions. So I thought, what's the quickest way to reach millions? And it was definitely social media. So I just started pushing out the content, YouTube, different stuff like that, and try to make a difference. That's so true. And this is one thing I've been talking about a lot. For 2017, I'm going to focus a lot of my energy on video. I'm yeah. doing Facebook Live, Snapchat, creating videos with our TV show because – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the number one thing to impact people and to get their attention in this era. And then we'll get to virtual reality, but video is everything right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's where it's at. It's crazy. I mean, if you're not impacting millions of people, you're making excuses. That's the way I look at it because you have this thing right here. And like my post reach this week was like two to three million people. I didn't pay a dime for it. But that's just because, like, I'm putting out the content with video. And look at you doing five hours of Facebook Live. <laughs> Six. This guy, this guy six hours, right? Like, I'm, I look on his Facebook. It's his birthday. And he comments, or he puts up there, I'm about to do five hours straight, six hours straight of Facebook Live. I'm like, this guy's an animal. What are you but, talking about but on I his love birthday? It, it's fun because, you know, you and I both love to do video. And be able to talk with other like-minded individuals and be able to share that with the audience and help them. I mean, I love to be able to help people. And when I get, like, I know that example you just said right there, how that kid, his mom said his life changed. Over the past few days, especially for my birthday, my phone's blowing up and everything. And people say, thank you for what you do. I just had a kid, actually, Jason Hanji, he has a, a album just came out. And a year and a half ago, I promoted him on TV. And I got him on TV. And he just sent me his album here from 18 months ago when I first met him and he wrote me a personal letter. He's like, thank you, man. I appreciate you. I listened to it. And in the cover, it says, thanks, Brennan C. Adams. Like that right there. That's sick. so sick, man. Like, and that was awesome. But that's, that's another reason why I do this stuff. You know, it's not all about the yeah. money. I mean, yes, money is something that, that helps you grow, helps you expand. You need money to succeed. And yeah. I know one criticism I think you get is like, Oh, Caleb, it's not about the money. Like, Hey, uh, I can do other things, but seriously, if you're broke, you can't be happy and you can't go help more people. When you have a lot of money, you, you're able to be able to do more things in life and your business. You're you're more comfortable doing these videos. I mean, you need to make yeah. money. Definitely. I mean, 100%. I mean, if, if you look at everything, pretty much everything is made through money. The number one way to impact people is through money. I mean, you go over to somewhere like Cuba, they're making $30 a month flat. Like you can go up there and make that difference, right? So I think... Uh, People who say money isn't everything definitely haven't seen the impact you can make with money. Because money's money may not be everything, but it's everywhere. And it's yeah. the way that we can make a difference. So, yeah, I'm it, totally on the same page. And by the way, that is so awesome about that uh, that album. I love it, that. I, I almost cried, man. Like, I saw I listened to the songs twice. And I'm like, this is what it's about. Like, that is what. And I know for you, like, I know you get probably a lot of letters. And another person I just thought of, Jake Paul who I know you're going to be meeting up with. Jake Paul was on our show and Jake, when we went into his house, I mean, he's got like 12 and a half million followers, but this kid, he has letters on his wall and people that say your video made me laugh and your video, I mean, saved my life. Like these people, their lives are changed because of a video that made them laugh or inspired them, motivated them, educated them in a way. And that's, that's what it's about, man. So for you, you're, 
15 wow. years, 15 years old. So 15 years old, man. And you're, uh, you're closing these big deals. You're getting paid good money to go speak. And, uh, you got your programs going. I know you got a big VIP experience that you do with your dad in, in St. Pete. So how can you, and I, I know like this, but the people listening that, that haven't been able to achieve this and like, dude, this kid's 15. So how have you been able to have that mindset to charge a lot of money for what you do and show that worth because you are worth it. But what's that been like for you, that struggle? Because some people, they have that mental the limitation with them for charging two, five, 10, 25 grand for their offerings because they think they're not worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird because you would think that I would naturally be like, Ooh, 10 grand, like just cause I'm, I'm obviously 15, but to be honest, it's quite the, the opposite. Like my natural thing is, is I understand cause I've done a lot of free work for people. And in the very beginning I used to do coaching calls and all this different stuff and it was all free. And I remember no one applying one thing that I like said, like all these people that I gave for free, they weren't applying it. And then I did one, one day, someone's like, no, I'm going to pay you. And they paid like, I don't know, like it was like $200 at the time. And the person like did this, 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 and they applied it all and they did it all. And like today, even they're killing it. And it made me realize like, you know, it's the cliche thing. If you pay, you pay attention and you have to understand you're almost doing a disservice to people by only giving away stuff for free. You have to make, you have to let them be able to invest in themselves. Like the power of investing himself is so huge. I mean, I know you have your accelerator program and all that stuff. Like if that was free, it'd be awesome. But the fact that they make that investment in themselves. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it really wouldn't. And that's the thing. So here's the mindset. This is one thing I teach people. So and I've, I've been there too where I'm like, oh, can I charge this much? And people are like, well, they don't even ask for the sale. Well, for one, and the person that's asking for the sale for me. So like, let's say I want you to get in my accelerator. If I ensure, like if I know my work, is really good and I know like you're gonna 10 X if you follow it and your life has changed, it's my duty to ensure you pay. And for me, like after you pay, like you pay me two grand or if you pay me 10 grand, I'm like obligation, like, hey, they paid me, they put their money and life in my hands, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure they get 10 X. Now the person on the other end that gives the money, once they pay that money, they're committed. It's, I mean, dude, I'm gonna get my money's worth. I'm gonna do everything I can get the most out of this. Mm -hmm. And if they don't pay money, it, it's worth what you pay. It's cheap. It's nothing. So you have to charge for it. And if you're really good at it, you need to charge a premium. Yeah, that's such a huge thing because a lot of people, they, they're like, they feel guilty for charging. Like, you can't have that mindset because you understand that's where the breakthrough comes. Like, if they put in $200, they're going to be thinking, how can I get $1,000 out of this? If they, if they put in a grand, they're going to be thinking, how can I get 10 grand out of this? If they put in no money, they're not, they're going to be like, Okay, that's cool information, but it's 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 not worth anything. And here's another thing. Here's another thing. So I know you see the value of this because I I mean, dude, I love you, Matt. I, I love watching your videos. You know the power of time. So one thing that we cannot get more of is time. We can't. Uh, we all are going to die one day, and when that time comes, I mean, there's no buying more time. So when you spend your time working on things, you want to make sure you spend the most time. Like for us today, like we're spending time together. We do this, this call, like obviously we're friends, but like we're helping people, but we're making worth of our time. So we want to make sure where we're spending our time is the best ROI in our experience, our life and for a bank account as well. So if we're going to go speak like, Hey, you think about it. Let's say you charge 10, 15, 20 grand as a keynote speaker and you fly across the country. It may be only a 45 hour speech like a 45 minute speech hmm. but think about the time it takes there it could be 48 hours when you get on your plane all the things you got to do people don't think about that when you start adding that up that that's not as much per hour as you may think and for me i think about every minute i want to be focusing on something that makes my life the most valuable and to make the most impact on others so i think everybody needs to really take consideration of how valuable their own time is oh yeah i mean time is your number one assets, like, you know, Warren Buffett says, uh, the thing that separates like billionaires and millionaires is the things that the billionaires say no to more than the millionaires do. And I totally agree with that. Like you have to be so regimented with your time. And it doesn't mean that you won't take a selfie with someone with a yeah. fan or something like that. It doesn't mean you're a jerk to anyone who wants to talk to you. It just means you have to understand my time is my time. So the one thing I don't get back, I can lose all my money today. I can build that back up, but I can't lose all my time and build that back up. So understanding that is so massively important. You know, Richard Branson, he got invited to speak somewhere for 40 minutes for $250,000 and turned it down. Then they moved it up to a million and he turned it down. 
Then they moved it up to two million. He turned it down. Then they moved it up to two point five million and turned it, and he turned it down. For forty minutes, he wouldn't take two point five million. And they asked him why. He said, "Because that's not my priority list right now." You have to understand, like your priorities, what you're working on. You have to get so regimented and understand this is my priority. This is my thing that I'm working on, and nothing else can take my time at this current state of my life. That that's such a great example, and you know this goes to setting goals. So when you set one big goal in life, and for one, I, I've I've set out there by December thirty first, twenty twenty nine, which is my fortieth birthday. It's actually thirteen years away. I, I'm going to impact 1 billion lives in a positive way through inspiration, motivation, education, through the power of speaking, podcasting, and video. And that's one big goal. So when I know that goal, I know I'm only going to take up opportunities that are going to get me there. Mm. There's a lot of flashy things. People offer like great deals like, hey, you want to come on our show? You want to be a producer of my show? You want to do this? That that doesn't align with my goals. And I know you yeah. too. Like you said, you you intend to become a billionaire by 30. And knowing that goal and I don't know uh, whatever, what other goals you have, like whatever yeah, yeah. goals you do have, you're only going to do things that go towards that goal. And you learn to say no. And most people, they don't set the goal. So they don't know what to say yes and no to. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I mean, I think once you have a goal, it, it makes you re- like, because the most powerful thing is if you don't have a goal, you're just thinking, okay, is this worth my time? But if you have a goal, you can just ask yourself, does this align with my goal? And if the answer is yes, you can do it. If the answer is no, you're not doing it. So I think that's a great way to look at it. So, so what is your goal uh, for, so let's say your tenure, and I, I think I already know that, but what's your goal for 2017? And then what's your longer term goal? So my goal for 2017, I actually can't say because it has to do with the release that I'm putting out probably this month. And my I'm goal is to- I'm excited. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. So my goal is actually to get a thousand people in this thing, which I'm so pumped up about. You can even see, see it in my face. But so that's 2017. But then, I mean- 10-year goal, to be honest, I, I like to go that far out. I mean, I like to think that I would like to be a billionaire. I like to think that I would like to own like 10 different businesses that are making, you know, however much. I, I'd like to say that stuff, but I'm kind of careful right now putting a 10-year goal because I understand a 15-year-old and a 25-year-old are completely different humans. So yeah. I know that like maybe it's going to be different. Maybe I make a lot of money and I think, man, my only goal is I want to go uh, – you know, move somewhere and just give, give, give to just that. But I have a lot of different goals as far as 10 years. But I'd say I definitely want to be a billionaire by then. And what I would like to do is give away like 20,000 pairs of shoes to fatherless kids because I've had, I have like the greatest dad on the planet. And I understand some I people don't even have a dad. And like that to me, like I have a lot of sympathy for that. So I would love to go out and give back and, uh, and make a difference in, the, in their lives. You know, that's awesome, man. And your dad is. I'm I'm looking forward to catching up with you guys when we were on set for Ambitious Ventures, yeah. but that that's a, a that's a good point to take, you know. So I'm 27, you're 15, we're 12 years apart, but generation. So things are going to change so much in the next five years. I mean, where do you think things are going? I mean, for where you are, I'm just I want to see your perspective because you're 15, so you see things differently than I do because I've been through different generations. So for you, where do you see things going in the next five years? Where do you think is going to be the place to to focus on, or where do you see the change in business? Okay, so real quick, we have a hundred people on Facebook right now, guys. Let's share this out for Brandon's birthday. Let's hit <laughs> two. Let's hit two hundred people, and then we'll keep rising. So let's get up to that two hundred. Share it. Share. I didn't even say let's share it out. Share it, everybody, share it and let's uh, let's show everybody how to knock two thousand seventeen out of the park. That's right. Well, let's get two hundred and seventeen people. How let's do that. Just 217. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. So uh, go back to the question. What was it one more time? Just so go. the question is, so I'm 27 and you're, you're 15. So you're a very smart individual. So like I, I always tell people like you have the wisdom of a 30 year old. You're very smart, but you have a different perspective because you grew up in a different generation. So with our, our time difference, especially you look at Kevin Harrington. So he's both a friend of ours and a mentor. He's 60. So he looks at things differently. So for you at 15, where do you see business? Where do you see the trend for everything going in the next five years from your perspective as a 15-year-old? I mean, I think for five years, I think it's still going to be obviously social media and stuff like that. I think for the five-year period. But I think the farther that we go along, I'm really excited about virtual reality. I know yeah. that you mentioned that. Have you tried it? I, I haven't. I, I have a buddy that has uh, 360, does his interviews, and it's all in 360, which is cool, but – 
I haven't yet. Yeah, because I've done virtual reality probably seven or eight different times because I just love it so much. I go, I always go places and see if I can do it. And like virtual reality is probably one of the coolest things you'll ever do. Like it's just insane. Like you see everything. I know that um, college football just released where you can put on virtual reality and watch the games from like mid center, which yeah. is insane. So I think there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on with with the virtual reality, but the five year period is definitely social media still. So uh, this is something I saw. So I'm on most platforms. I like Facebook Live and I love Snapchat. I, I just love creating videos because I know like. By 2020, we're going to hit 50 billion devices that connect to the internet. So that's going to expect exponentially grow everything that we do right now. So where do you think social media is going to go? I mean, Facebook, I don't see Facebook going anywhere for anytime soon. They're consuming all the competitors. I mean, they, they have a, a smart guy running the company, Mark Zuckerberg. But where do you think there will be some transitions? What do you think are going to be some some platforms that you'll see go away? And what do you think will be the changes of the platform? So we're right here, right now, so this – Smile time, the split video, which is amazing. I think it's awesome. We had some tech issues yesterday, but like the fact that we had this opportunity to do a Facebook Live and then split interview together oh, is yeah. awesome. Well, I mean, even you see like me and my dad do a daily show called The Maddox Show. And like it's I all love that show, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, it's, it's, I appreciate that. But like we're doing all these different stuff, riding in and stuff like that. But like we have the transitions, we could be at a TV, all these different features is definitely big. Um, so I definitely agree with you. I don't see Facebook going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, and the reason why is if you take away Facebook, they still have Instagram and Instagram's not going away, right? They're both going to be around, right? So yeah, yeah. I definitely see that, but I'm huge on Snapchat. I think Snapchat's doing some cool Love. stuff with the, the what, what's, everybody listening. What's your Snapchat? Oh, at Caleb Maddox 13 at Caleb Maddox 13. Yeah. I wish I, wish I would have made it Caleb Maddox, but I was 13. So I was like, Man, I'm gonna make this. Just, I'm gonna go with my age. It so. makes you feel better. Mine's BT Adams 18 because I couldn't get the B Brandon T Adams. It it wouldn't let you. Yeah, I, you. I know it sucks, but hey, at least it is what it is. So, so BT Adams 18 for me. Caleb Maddox 13. You are Caleb Maddox 13. Yeah. Yeah, I love your snaps, man. You're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, I I think Snapchat's awesome, but the one thing about Snapchat is. Within 24 hours, it disappears, and you can't actually. There's no viral ad. You can't actually make it go viral. Like yeah. it's gone. And you, if you could like share it to a Facebook page, share it to other things, that'd be different. But it's gone. It's that's one thing that's unique about it. And one thing I noticed is, I'm curious if you noticed this. I'm sure you did. Gary Vaynerchuk talked about this. So I I noticed my my Snapchat my eyeballs drop about 40 percent, 30 percent in a short period of time. And what Gary said is. So many people got into Snapchat and what happened is it diluted it. But so there's like too many stories. But then what happened is Instagram live came in or Instagram stories came in and some people jumped over there. Did you notice that Joel and you're following? Heck yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I used to get thousands and thousands and thousands of views on Snapchat and it, it drastically dropped. I still get like a couple thousand views, but it's not, uh, it's, it's way less than what I used to get. And on Instagram, I get about five times more the views than I get on Snapchat. So I feel like um, it definitely did take away. I mean, and probably too though, probably too, because it's Instagram has a younger generation. Yeah, exactly. So the thing is a lot of people, they were making the transition over to Snapchat. Like Snapchat was killing it. They were getting onto the game. Right. But the thing is when Instagram stories came along, a lot of people said to themselves, well, I was about to download Snapchat, but if Instagram stories exist, why should I, like, why don't I just use that? That's more familiar. So that's where it really took away is the the 40-year-olds who were getting into the Snapchat, but they're like, man, like my dad, for example, he loves Snapchat. But then he's like, oh, Instagram, I like Instagram better. They have stories now. I'm just going to start posting more on there. So there's a, there's the balance, but it definitely did make a huge difference. Yeah, I, I noticed it, but I still, I, I call Snapchat like my, my uh, own reality TV show, beyond the TV show. Yeah. Because like people get to see in your life, they build trust with you, and that's that's one big thing. So for you, for I mean, I I always preach you need to be creating content all the time. But for you, for anybody listening that wants to become like a celebrity in their industry, become an influencer, or to to reach more people, uh, what would be your advice in terms of putting content out there? Like focus on a lot of video. I mean, wh what would be the best advice you to give? Yeah, video is huge. Uh, I love Gary Vee, but one thing that I totally disagree is that he says. You know, if you're not good on video, you're just not good on video, so don't put it out there. I think I that's bullshit. Yeah, that's crazy because 
to be honest, if I would have had that mindset, then I would never put out a piece of content. Because in the very beginning, like I just wasn't, I was, I was a super shy kid. Video wasn't my thing. I used to cry when my, when my dad would put the camera on me. But since I practice, I mean, look where I'm at now. Look where you're at now. Look what the, what the content, the people that we're reaching. So I think social media, if like video is where it's at, no one, no one go, gets excited. It, like a picture rarely goes super viral. Pictures are good. But especially like the text, like if you just write something on Facebook, it's not going to go that far, right? So video is just a great way to get your message out there, put it out. And I would be obsessed with video. And, you know, as far as my best advice is like what I would do is on a daily basis, I would come up with your message for the day and I would put it out on everything. So on Snapchat, I would pound that message on Facebook. I would do a video on Facebook, on YouTube. I'd do a video about that on Snapchat or on Instagram. I'd put out like a quote about that or something like that. The next day I'd find your next message, what you're going to talk about and just keep putting that out there. That's a great way to, uh, to kind of get started. That way you're not like, Oh, what should I put on Snapchat? This, that it's all the same thing. All the same thing, different platforms. Do you, do you have a do you have a, a preferred time to post? Like, when should people be posting? When's the best time? I mean, it's different per the demographic, but when yeah. when when do you like to post uh, for the time of the day? So, I mean, in the in the beginning of my social media, because I had a little bit of a lesser following, most of them like were kind of from my area, so they were all in the same time zone. So, I tried to post typically from like nine a.m. Um, back, um, so nine a.m. like or earlier uh, and then 9 p.m. or later. I just think like that was good because people were settled in. 9 a.m. they're still on their way to work or whatever. 9, yeah. a, uh, 9 p.m. they're kind of at home just chilling on their in phones. Eastern Standard, in Eastern time, obviously, because that's what we're in, Eastern time. Yeah, that, that was Eastern time for me. But then today I have so much followers and they're so like they're from so many different places. Like the majority of my following, believe it or not, which is weird. I didn't still to this day. Why? It's from London, which confuses me. Uh, but it's from London. Then I have Australia, then America. So it's like everywhere. It's just, so I just post whenever. That's funny you say that because some of the people that they say they reach out to me, they're like, oh, I'm from London. They just met through uh, some of the videos we've done together, which that's yeah. cool to see. And, you know, think back on the first video I did. So, like, for me, one of the things I teach in Accelerator is, like, just press play. Just press the record button yeah. because at first it may not look good, but having something's better than nothing. And I look back at four or five years ago when I did some of my first videos, like they were, they were just Google brands. Yeah. You can see some weird shit out there, but the <laughs> thing is I did it and I got more comfortable and now I can press play and I know how to organize my thoughts in a way to talk about one topic, the next topic, the next topic and tell stories and get my point across on video. So for you, yeah. what, what, what it looked like when you first did your first couple of videos? I mean, I used to cry, to be honest. That's literally like, I mean, that's how it looked. Uh, my dad would put the camera on me. I was like, literally, like I try to tell people this, but they still don't understand. I was one of the most shy people you'll ever meet. Like I wouldn't shake your hand. I would just kind of look down. Like, I was shy. Um, and when my dad would put the camera on me, I would cry. He once put me on stage to speak. I cried. Like that's how I started off. But then I started to calm down. I started to get into it. And remember, I was really young. So like I'm not 10 years old and crying just to throw that out there. <laughs> All the ladies watching, I'm not a crier, okay? I'm not a crier. I'm not a crier. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I used to cry and do that. And to this day, I mean, look, it's like it's nothing. I hop in front of – I hop on TV in front of 8 million people. I'm chill. I'm speaking with Tony Robbins. Oh, man, like in six weeks. Man, it's coming up. But well, You're uh, speaking I'm, with Tony I'm, Robbins? I am, yeah, February. Where, where at? Um, Funnel Hacker Live with Russell Brunson. Where, where's that at? Dallas. Dallas, like, dude. That is a congrats to you, man. That is a huge yeah, honor. Anybody that can share a stage with Tony Robbins is like, that's a, a huge life achievement. And kudos to you for age 15, man. Thank you. I'm excited for it. I, uh, I mean, obviously, most people got their start with Tony Robbins, and the same for me. So it's going to be cool to uh, meet the person who started a lot of it for me. Um, but going back to what we're saying, like, it's just you get used to video and you look at someone like Jake Paul. Um, I'm going to watch a lot of him studying his thing. And thank you so much for the introduction. Brandon, I'm telling you guys, this guy's like the greatest human. But uh, dude, but, I, that connection for you, I'm just gonna say, like, that's a even no, like you're a friend of mine. But that connection was a well needed connection because Jake Paul, for what he's doing with Team Ten and what you're doing, you guys, the synergy between that is unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to. It. I think we can do some cool things with Team Ten, and he's just a cool guy. I want to learn a lot about social media from him because. Obviously, he's blowing both of us out of the water, right? Oh, 147 million views one of his video has. 
That's crazy. Like, 47 million. What is that? Like, like a third of the country? Yeah, I brag about the fact that I got like six million views on a video, and he's sitting here like, "Yeah, I got 147." I'm like, "What?" Like, and he, is, he's 19 or 20. He's young. Yeah, 19. Too. I think he's 19. Yeah, or, or maybe 20. But yeah, I think maybe he just did turn 20. But it's just crazy. It's crazy. You, you're go to, yeah. Go keep going. Go back to what I was saying. Though. I just I watched some of his first videos, and like they were good. They were somewhat funny. But just where he's come, like he just progressed. So you'll continue to progress. But go ahead. He was it was two thousand and what year was it? He was like he was young when he started doing his videos, like your age, I think. And he him and his brother, you know, uh Logan. Logan, yeah. Like he's he's like friends with uh The Rock and stuff. So like he puts out a lot of content too, and he wants to be like the top entertainer in the world. And I see his videos all the time. I always laugh. I haven't met Logan yet. I've met Jake multiple times, but Logan's always like traveling somewhere else doing his stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's killing it too. I mean, uh, he he like has like like tens of millions of followers, so he's killing it as well. So, so for you, okay, at fifteen. By the way, a quick question: You got a girlfriend? Uh, no, not yet, not yet, not what? not yet. I, I mean, I'm not definitely not looking for one. I mean, maybe once I'm a millionaire. <laughs> Once I'm a million, I'll think about it. But for now, I'm kind of just focused, lasered in. I have to. I had to ask because when I just saw you're 15, I look back when I was 15, and some of the, I was. I well, I think of the sophomore year as captain of my football team, and uh, you look at all the things you did. I'm like, it, and that's a good good thing to touch base on. So you're 15, and you're always working. Like, what are some things you do that like kids do at 15? I mean, <laughs> my life's so different than I was. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always come up with something like, I mean, I rollerblade. I think, you know, kids do that. I play basketball a lot, like a lot. I, me and my dad are playing basketball and practicing and doing different stuff like that. So um, I just enjoy basketball. I like doing it. I love to run. I do like a little bit of martial arts here and there. I do that stuff. But to be honest, I, I like to like, yeah, I have like all this, but I'm so different from other kids. Like all day, maybe I take an hour to do that stuff, but all day I'm working, getting it done. But it's so much fun and the people I'm impacting and growing the social media. I literally, my friends are so jealous of me. Like 90% of my friends are so jealous of me because I'm traveling London, here, here, here. So, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good life. But you're putting out the content. So one thing, and I, I know this bothers you somewhat too because like people are like, oh, like just work is at everything. Some people say that to me. But when you love what you do, it's it's not really work. Like when you find something that you really like to do and you just work on it nonstop, it's because it's your passion. You want to master your craft. And mm -hmm. I imagine everybody at you, like you're going to miss out on your childhood, but some of the experience you have are some that most people, they have an experience that are twice your age. Yeah. I mean, like you can't, you can't tell me like, I, Oh, you're working too much and you don't have a childhood. You can't tell me that whenever I was just in London, like literally last month, here was my travel. London, Sydney, Australia, Albury, Australia, San Diego, New York City, Washington, D.C. Um, and then, like, I forget. We traveled so many different places. But, like, that's just, like, the amount of people I'm meeting and stuff. It's the most amazing life, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Seriously. What's your favorite place you've traveled to so far? Believe it or not, New York City. I just I love, love New York. Yeah. The vibe is just, like, unbelievable. Like, it's always moving. and just It matches my personality, so I love it. Have you met with you've met with uh, Gary V, right? Have you ever been to his office? No, I haven't been to his office yet. I spoke with him in Australia a while back, but I've only met him one time. We we chatted for like a good thirty minutes, got yeah. like a Snapchat in here and there, but it was good. He's a great guy. So I I want to switch go into a couple more questions, and we can have you going your way because I know you and I both have things we need to grind on today, and this <laughs> has been fun. Again, anybody listening, share away. Uh, so we can the whole point of any kind of videos we create, the more people that can see this. It just takes one thing that we say that Caleb says or I say that can help you maybe make your ear better, maybe change how you do everything that you do and allows you to to make a bigger impact in life. And a lot of things happen. I was just watching something Tony Robbins said. Most people, by January 15th, they already stopped going after their New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. January 15th comes and they basically give up. And then they get to the point where they don't want to let their self down and they don't even set any New Year's resolutions anymore. For me, I'm always setting goals. Like I don't have to wait to the end of the year to do it. But that that's sad to me. And it's mm -hmm. like, why, why, why can't you figure <laughs> out one big goal to focus on? Because what else do you want to do with your life? You know? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it so, confuses me. It, so. I, so for you, so free cable for you at 15. So the big question is, 
how do you be able to communicate on stage and and communicate with influencers that are our gen my generation and above and to surround yourself with the cameras and all this how are you able to handle this all at your age and how are you able to communicate like for me when i first met you i would like talk to your dad because i thought that's the right thing to do because you were like 14 at the time but now i like i just talk to you and you're you communicate with everybody doing business deals. I mean, you, you communicate with the corporate people doing the big deals. Like your dad doesn't have to be in the process at all. So what's that, what's that been like for you? How have you been able to handle that at 15? I mean, as far as being able to handle it, it's, I have a really good team. I mean, I have my own personal assistant, so she helps out a lot with it. Um, I mean, obviously you talk to her, Amy. Yeah. Uh, and, and to be honest, I have a really good dad that keeps me grounded. He, even though he's not in every business negotiation, uh, he definitely is there like, okay, this is a priority of yours you need to work on. He keeps me pretty grounded on my priorities, things to get done. So I think just having that good team around me, you know, way too many people, like I think one of the dumbest terms ever invented is solopreneur. Like yeah. everyone says like, oh, I'm a solopreneur. I do this on my own. Like Nobody. no billionaire. No, you can't name a billionaire who's a solopreneur. You cannot because a team is so vital. And one thing that's been huge for me at least is figuring out three things. Like I pick my three things that I need to work on. So it's pushing out content. It is sales and communication to people like you and people, different people like that, the communication side. And then it's educating myself. So it's reading, watching YouTube videos, studying, learning, go through courses, stuff like that. So anything else that doesn't have to do with those three things, I'm not working on at all. I have a team. They get that done. So the team is everything. And that's one thing I laughed one kid the other day when I reached out to him and want to have him come to my accelerator program. He said, I don't need anybody who can do it myself. And I'm like, you got a lot to learn, man. Uh, because it takes, <laughs> a, it takes a team. I mean, for young entrepreneur convention, we have a team for my team. Like, I mean, how do you think I'm able to do a TV show and a, a magazine and podcast shows? Like I have my whole team behind everything. I have Laura Peterson. I have Andrew Zelaski, Mike Silvestri. I have Saab and Dan. I have all these people that do a lot of backend stuff that people never see, which allows me to yeah. focus on what I really love to do, which is doing video like what you do. And so you need a team uh, that is obviously very important. And then also you need to surround yourself with the right kind of people. I mean, yeah. Who are some big mentors in your life that have been able to uh, help you? One more thing real quick about the team is I was hanging out in New York city um, in times square with the guy who put on the super bowl like three years ago. Yeah. Like I'm not talking like he put on an event with 200 people. He put, a, put on the biggest event of the year, which is the super bowl. This guy put it all on. I was like, man, how did you do that? And he said, hey, you know, he said, you know, you want to know what the key is? I was like, yeah, I want to know what the key is. He says, I didn't do any of it. I was like, what do you mean you didn't? He's like, I, I just literally my entire job for a year straight is I hired people to do jobs. He said, like, that's all you do. That's how you create a good event. It's the same thing with, uh, with, with your successes. That's what needs to be your job is how can I find a person to do this task, do this task, do this task. So super important. So anyways, what was the question? Co coordination. One little thing to add on that. So Henry Ford, I always relate to this. He's in thinking go rich. He created obviously the, the, uh, the automobile and he wasn't the smartest guy and his wife was a big influence in his life. But everybody in that room that he had, he said, I may not be able to answer your questions, but I can press a button and I have anybody come in this room at any moment and answer any question that you ask me, whether it's an engineer an expert in this area or that area, like, Surround yourself with people that have that unique knowledge that together, if you can coordinate that knowledge in a way like that guy did for the Super Bowl, put it together in a way to create something awesome and make a lot of money. Yeah, so, exactly. So my question was, who have been some mentors for you that have really helped you that surround yourself? Because, I mean, you got to watch that, especially you at your age. And I told this a while back, and even me, like I've had some times people try to take advantage of me. Who are some people you've had in your inner circle to help make sure – you don't get taken advantage of, but also to help you become more successful. So, I mean, my dad's been a huge mentor. I'm, I say that all the time, but to be honest, I literally believe he's the greatest human on the planet. So he's been amazing. You've been, honestly, you've been a great mentor, seeing your posts, seeing your different stuff, talking to you. Um, Kevin you, Harrington. Yeah. Kevin Harrington's been a great mentor who you introduced me to, so the correlation there. Um, so he's been huge. Grant Cardone, I've talked to him on the phone too many times to count, so he's <laughs> been um, I mean, there's been so many awesome people, a lot of people that a lot of people wouldn't know. You know, I have a lot of side mentors. Like yesterday, I did two coaching calls with someone that if, or with two different people that if I named them, no one on this thing would know who they are. But they're just so good at what they do. They help me out a lot. So 
I think uh, it's a combination of a lot of different people, but the number one mentor I have in my life that keeps me stable is my dad. He's constantly there telling me what to do. And at the end of the day, I trust his intuition more than I do anybody's. And if he says something, I'm going to apply it. Even if I fail, I know that in the long run, his he, intuition will work he's out. He's going to be the number one person you can trust because he's your father. He's obviously going to be there for your side. And you mentioned Grant Cardone. I, want, I wanted to ask you this question because this is one thing people struggle with. And for you, you have a video out there that I've seen how to like make 10 grand in five minutes or something. It was, you closed the deal on the phone. So I guess what is your advice? So most people don't know how to sell. They really do not know how to sell what they have. How are you able to sell? Like what is the, the main thing people like struggle with when trying to sell a product, a coaching program, a speaking gig or something? And how have you been able to get it where people can pay you? And I know that's sim yeah. simple, but a lot of people, like young entrepreneurs specifically, like they struggle with getting paid for what they do. And they don't know how to ask for the sale. They don't know how the right approach to do it. I mean, 100%. And I think uh, it took a lot of practice. I mean, I've, I've definitely had more people hang up on me than I have actually sold. So yeah. I, it took a lot of practice. And some of that you just have to learn through going through it, right? But I think um, a huge thing for me is understanding. Uh, in the very beginning, I was all about putting on the perfect presentation, having the perfect pitch and all this stuff. But I realized recently over the last couple of months that if you put a, if you had to have a conversation rather than a presentation, everything will change for you. Like just talk to them. I mean, find out what do they want from you? How can you provide the most value? What's worrying them about the decision that they're about to make and selling to people that really need your product. Uh, a lot of problems that people have is they're selling the exact 100%. same person that doesn't need your product. Like at the end of the day, the money's great. But you're doing a disservice to them and yourself if you sell something to someone that they don't need. So I think um, that's that, that's huge as well. So, so that's a great point. I want to share this with you because this is something that I've learned too. So when I when you treat somebody as a human being and not a number, and I I mean a lot of sales that I'll convert or me one on one reaching out, and they got to realize like sometimes you got to do things that aren't scalable to scale. And so mm -hmm. like I'll reach out to a person, I'll ask some questions, and I wanted to learn more about them and what their goals are. And sometimes at the end of the conversation, like I realize that there's no way I, I can help them and I don't think it's the right fit. So I don't like, hey, you want to join my program? But then the people that do, when I know I can help them, like I'm like, hey, I want to get you in the program. And, I, and most times that sale doesn't even go through until about the fifth time of me approaching. They say most sales are done between the seventh and 19th, the time you approach somebody, you get a lot of no's. But if it is something you know you can help them, it's your duty to ensure they do whatever it takes oh, yeah. to get in your program. Because at the end, they always thank you at the end. They're like, thank you for pushing me. So one thing, don't don't give up on the first no. Because most yeah, things yeah. happen after many no's. The way I think of it is it's unethical to sell something to someone who doesn't need it. But it's unethical to not sell something to someone who does need it. That's the way I look at it. 100%, so. man. So one more question, then I'm going to have you tell everybody to, for finding more about you than also for what you're doing with your program, which is awesome, by the way, your coaching program. So, so tell the audience, so anybody right now, young entrepreneur, any entrepreneur, what would be your best advice? Because Caleb, I mean, I'm talking to you like you have the wisdom. I tell you, I have a 30-year-old. I look at you as a peer and you're 15 and it, I'm just so happy for what you've done in life and business. So I'm looking forward to, for one, having you on our TV show. I'm looking forward to featuring you in my magazine in 2017. I'm looking forward to doing business deals and speaking on stages with you and everything else. But what is your best advice to give entrepreneurs out there to have success in anything in life? Like what, what can you give them that can help them make that mindset change or be able to allow them to get their shit together in 2017 and achieve anything they set their mind to? You know, I think as far as my advice for 2017 is here's my simple advice. Physical, financial, relational, and spiritual. And if you've watched a couple of my videos, you most likely know that that's like my main message. Because a lot of people, they think that uh, success is financial. It's not. A lot of people think success is spiritual. It's not. A lot of people think success is physical. It's not. A lot of people think success is relational. It's not. It's all four of those things together. And if you're progressing in those, and if you're working on those every single day in 2017, you're going to be happy at the end of the year. You're going to feel fulfilled and excited about the next year to come. So that's what I would say is that's my final message for everyone watching this uh, is physical, financial, relational, and spiritual. Go after it. Dude, great stuff, man. Hey, I, I just, again, I want to say thank you for everything. You are doing some great things, especially at 15. I know there's a lot of people, young entrepreneurs out there that are getting inspired in a whole new way. I've always like been focused on the young entrepreneurs that everything that I have has young in it. But you're like taking young to a whole new level. So where can people, for one, find you, but also 
just tell them about the program you do because I know like I know the value that people can get out of that. T tell them about the program that you do where you have people come in and, and work with you and your dad one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, let's say if you want to find out more about that, you can just go to teammaddoxvip.com. And if you want to follow me on social media, uh, since you're already on Facebook, you can just type in Kayla Maddox and uh, my, you'll see my page. You'll have the check mark and uh, it's just a picture of me. So you click on it. You can go like my page. But if you guys can do me the hugest favor, here's what I want. Go ahead. Anyone who's finding out about Brandon Adams today, check out his page. Give him a like. Watch all of his content that he's pushing out here. This guy's been so kind to me. He's provided so much value to me. He's literally one of the number one reasons why I am where I am today. So check him out. Do business with him. Sign up for his accelerator program. He's he's the real deal for sure. Dude, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. And hey, man, we're going to be seeing each other in nine days. Nine days. <laughs> nine days. And get the cameras ready, man, because we, we're going to have the, the cameras. We're going to have filming. We're going to create an awesome episode. We're going to put Florida on the map, and we're going to really show young entrepreneurs what they can do in life. Thank you again, man. I appreciate you. I hope you kill it today. Uh, it's been an honor sharing the first day of 2017 with you. And uh, everybody listening, share this because everything we just did, go back through, listen to it. Caleb threw some great value here. Definitely somebody, if you haven't connected with, connect with him. Love you, man. I know you are the average of the five people you hang out with, and you're one of the people that I hang out with. And I'm honored to say that. So keep, uh, keep it up, and uh, you have a great day, man. If that's the case, then we're going to be pretty successful. Oh, we're going to go for it. See you guys. Work your face off. Thanks, Brandon. I hope you enjoyed the show with Caleb Maddox. Caleb and I had a lot of fun doing the show. We uh, did this. It was uh, New Year's Day. So we, it was good, great start to the day. And also, I mean, we were on set filming for Ambitious Adventures just recently which is fun. So that, that comes out. We actually have a red carpet event on February 2nd in Orlando, Florida. If you want more details about that, and if you want to attend, just go to ambitious.com forward slash adventures. And I see big things with Caleb coming up soon. He's, uh, he's got a bright future, and him and I have been pretty good friends. I almost look at him as a little brother, but uh, he's got some big things in the works. And uh, so do we at uh, Live to Grind. If you haven't checked it out, go to livetogrind.com. We're doing some rebranding and with our brand Live to Grind and now we have Accelerant TV, Accelerant Magazine, and our accelerator programs. I mean, this year is going to be big and I urge you to go out to livetogrind.com, check out all our packages. And if you have any questions, please message me or uh, send me an email, brandon at brandontadams.com. I'll answer them and hopefully He'll be joining one of our accelerators soon. Otherwise, you know what time it is, guys. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.